Hello, 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 and welcome to More Than Money. I'm your host, Jaquette Timmons. This is a podcast where we talk about money, business, and life, but always through the lens of the psychology, emotions, and math of money. Because those are the elements that will help you make better, smarter choices with money today, tomorrow, and the days after that. So a funny thing happened to me recently. And by funny, I mean ironic. Let me set the stage and share the backstory. I live in Brooklyn, Brooklyn, New York. I live in a brownstone on the fourth floor, which means it can get pretty darn hot in my apartment. Very beneficial in the winter, but not so much in the summer. I haven't had an AC unit for several years, and it really hasn't been necessary because in more recent summers, it's been unusually cool, so I haven't really needed one. My ceiling fan and the floor fans that I have, they did the trick. But much like almost everything else about 2020, this summer is different, and it recalls to mind the heat and humidity that New York City is typically known for in the months of July and August. In the beginning of June, weeks before our first official heat wave of 2020, my friends Jeffrey and Carol, they offered me an air conditioner, one they no longer needed. And I happily said yes, even before we knew we were going to have a really, really hot and humid summer. And although Jeffrey offered to install it as well, I never called to make those arrangements. Seven weeks passed. The first heat wave came and went. And yes, it was uncomfortable, but thank God, you know, looking dewy <laughs> instead of having a matte look, you know, makeup look, thank God the dewy look is in, in because I had a lot of virtual speaking engagements like dying in here um, in the months of June and July. But anyway, seven weeks had gone by. We had our first heat wave and the second one is forecasted to start. And still, folks, I did not call to ask. So today's episode is all about asking for help or accepting help when it is offered. Because I think this is something we need to talk about. Because I thought I was good at asking for help. <laughs> and more important, I thought I did it all the time. Turns out I'm not. Turns out I don't. And of all things, getting an air conditioner installed is what brought this to my attention. And it really started with a conversation between two friends, Jeffrey and another friend of mine, Carlton. And somehow or another, me and the air conditioner came up in the conversation that they were having. And Carlton says to Jeffrey, she's not going to ask you. And given that seven weeks had gone by since I got the air conditioner and I had not done so, I was kind of proving him right. Now, my reasons for not having reached out to Jeffrey to say, hey, when can you install this? They totally made sense in my head at the time. But now as I look back, 
I really see these as just blatant excuses. Valid or not, they're blatant excuses. So one reason, I had a crazy virtual speaking schedule in June and July, and that is true. And so on one hand, I didn't want it to just be about what worked best for me and my schedule. And I also didn't want to come off as being inflexible. But the other thing is, I didn't want to feel like I was being a burden. I didn't want to feel like I was imposing on someone else. Because at the end of the day, gifting me with an air conditioner unit was already more than what I could have asked for. So until Jeffrey asked me point blank, why didn't I call him? And until I heard myself utter these woefully weak reasons that, again, they made sense in my head. But then as I hear myself saying them, I'm just like, oh, my God, that is just so trifling. And until I heard about the conversation that he and Carlton had about me, I really would have argued with you for forever in a day that I am good at asking for help and that I do it all the time. And yet, here we are. So, <laughs> seven weeks go by, but we don't make it to eight. <laughs> he does install the air conditioner unit. And as he's doing it, the conversation that, you know, is going on in my head went a little something like this. Well, why didn't I call or text and say, hey, when can you come by? That could have at least have been the starting point of us negotiating a time, a date that worked well for both of us, right? So instead of me just not doing it at all, I could have initiated a conversation around that. So that's one, one thing that was going on in my head. But here's something else that was going on in my head, and this is the piece, quite frankly, that really sent me into reflection mode. And that is the question of, hmm, why was it even acceptable for me to be in a hot ass apartment? Pardon my French, but it's appropriate in this case. AKA a suboptimal situation to say the least when it wasn't necessary and I had options. <laughs> These questions then led me to others like, hmm, well, where else in my life and business am I unintentionally making do, quote unquote do, with less than ideal conditions, be it because I've just simply adapted to the conditions and the circumstances, or I am just tolerating them? And where do I defer and ask because it feels too much like an imposition? Whew. That's a lot to digest, right? And there's a lot to unpack there in terms of my whys. And this podcast is not the vehicle for exploring that. But here's why I'm even sharing with you this story and sharing with you the questions that bubbled up for me as a way of planting for you the question, are you as good at asking for help as you think? Because I bet I'm not alone when it comes to realizing the gulf that can sometimes exist between how we see ourselves and how others do. And having it pointed out to me that I wasn't good at asking for help was really a humbling shock to my self-identity, especially since I consider myself to be a highly self-aware person, especially because it's really a requirement for the work that I do. So I was like, oof. 
this is really, really revealing a lot. And so in terms of revealing a lot, I took that feedback about my skills when it comes to asking for help to heart, recognizing that I needed to explore both sides of the coin, right? So one side of the coin is asking for help and the other side of it is responding to it when it is offered. And so I've been noodling on what I've dubbed my air conditioner moment. And in the process, a few lessons have emerged. And I'm sharing them with you in case you too <laughs> are not as good at asking for help as you think. You may want to take these lessons um, to noodle on yourself, take them to heart and noodle on yourself and to see where you might be displaying these as well in your particular situation. So the first thing that I was reminded of is that asking for help is indeed a skill. And quite frankly, even though I've, I've said it, you know, a few times, I honestly forgot about that connection. And when you think about asking for help as a skill and you think about any skill that you have, well, every skill needs to be examined and cultivated and you need to look for ways in which to improve that skill. How do you get better at it? And so remembering that it is a skill is what will help both you and I understand the instances when you do it with ease, when do you do it with trepidation, or when do you just not do it at all, right? And the, 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 the point of being curious at this stage is because the clues are always there if you are looking, but you have to be open to looking and you have to be curious because like any skill, when it comes to asking for help, it needs your attention as well as you being aware of your intention if you want to improve it. So that's the first thing, recognizing that asking for help is a skill. And just like any skill, you need to monitor you know, how often you are using it, when are you using it? When are the circumstances that you're shying away from it? The second thing is really about shifting your perspective and viewing asking for help as an act of self-care. Admittedly, prior to my <laughs> air conditioner moment, I'm not so sure if I would have seen so clearly um, and would have described asking for help as an act of self-care but I do now. <laughs> and if me and my fellow non-askers adopted this stance, I believe we'd see more clearly how getting better at asking for help is really a way of in increasing <laughs> our capacity to receive um, because asking is a give and take. And so asking for help and, and accepting help, I should say, is really a give and take. So when we increase our capacity to receive, what we're doing is we're giving ourselves permission to be less self-reliant, right? We don't have to do everything alone. We don't have to rely on our own ability or resources exclusively and entirely. Like we can give space. And then that leads me to the second thing, right? It, it, it increases our opportunities to show appreciation because when we accept help, what we are doing is we are giving others a chance to give, right? So that whole give and receive thing is at play. The other thing is that I think when we get better at thinking of asking as an act of self-care, 
we also increase our level of self-trust, right? So we, we not only trust ourselves in being open to getting help, but we also increase our self-trust when it comes to discerning who can help us <laughs> and perhaps even what kind of help do we need? And I think sometimes that wasn't the case in this example, but I think sometimes we don't even know what our help is. And, and the more we do it, the more we ask for help, the more we accept help, the better we can get at being a little clearer about the kind of help that we might need from someone. And then another thing is that <laughs> this is increases our ability to simply express kindness to ourselves, right? So think about the fact that how kind would it have been to myself instead of, you know, sitting in my apartment for seven weeks with an air conditioner on my floor, but it's uninstalled when we had days where it was a hundred degrees, how kind would it have been to myself to actually have an air conditioner installed where that would not have been a problem, right? I would have been in more comfort. So to me, these are all examples of how asking for help and accepting help are examples of self-care. Here's a third thing. Thinking of asking for help as an invitation, an invitation to observe yourself by paying attention to when do you ask for help? How often do you do so for yourself versus on behalf of others? <laughs> Similarly, how often do you embrace it when it is offered? And, and noting how do you feel when you do you know, ask for help and when you accept it? And what are your reasons when you don't? Like paying attention to all of that. So those are the you know, examples of the questions and the lessons that, you know, further emerged and came up for me as I really sat with trying to truly understand, because hopefully you realize this was not about an air conditioner, <laughs> um, but truly understanding, you know, why did I make the choices that I made? These are the things that I've thought through and some of the questions I'm still noodling on and, and looking for answers to. But again, if you are someone who finds yourself as well, as not being really good at asking for help or not being really good at accepting it when it's offered, you may want to take these under consideration. And I do realize that in both, whether it's asking for help or accepting, accepting it when it's offered, I do realize that it can be hard sometimes. I do realize that it can make you feel very vulnerable, but I also think that it can be a sign of strength. And connected to this strength is an, an awareness and an opportunity to embrace that you don't have to do things alone or on your own. <laughs> and that, in fact, you deserve support. You know, you may not necessarily always, quote unquote, deserve um, what it is that you're asking for, because I guess it depends on what it is. But I think we are all deserving of support in our lives. And I, I think that that's one of the things that's really, really landing with me as I reflect on my, my story and as I just share it with you audibly here. And this leads me to one more conclusion that, I can that I've come to, at least as of this recording from my now air-conditioned apartment. <laughs> um, and that is how asking for help is really a mirror. 
And it's a mirror of your relationship with others. And as important, it's a mirror of the relationship that you have with yourself. So if nothing else, be sure to explore when and why you don't ask for help and use that reflection as an opportunity to dive into what may be going on with your relationships, be it with others or with yourself. (laughs) And finally, and this is really, really key, be sure to surround yourself with friends who will lovingly call you on your stuff. Because truly, I don't know how much longer I would have gone without reaching out to Jeffrey to ask, hey, would you come and install it? But even setting that aside, I appreciate the fact that two friends were having a conversation and one of those friends reached out to me and just point blank said, hey, why didn't you ask? And I think that that is so critically important. So make sure that you surround yourself with friends who will lovingly call you out on your stuff. And for that, I am so very grateful for my friends in general, but especially Jeffrey and Carlton in this instance. Well, that is it for today's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening all the way to the end. And if you're game, take a photo of this episode, share it on Twitter or Instagram and tag me. And then also share what came up for you as you listened. What came up for you in terms of how good you are or may not be at asking for help. I would love to continue this conversation on social media and that would be a great way for us to do that. So for my Twitter and IG handles, just simply enter my name, Jacquette Timmons, in the search bar and they will appear. And I look forward to hearing from you and continuing this conversation. And before I hop off, let me just remind you that the next Comfort Circle dinner is Monday, September 21st at 6.30 p.m. Eastern. If you've wanted to join us in the past but couldn't because you're not based in the New York City area, Well, the dinners are now virtual until further notice. So if having robust and candid conversations about money, business, and life is your thing, and you're interested in September's theme, which is how to finish the year stronger, I invite you to check out this link to learn more and to RSVP. And that link is www.jaquettetimmons.com forward slash comfort dash circle. That's www.jaquettetimmons.com forward slash comfort dash circle. And Jaquette is spelled J-A-C-Q-U-E-T-T-E Timmons, T-I-M-M-O-N-S. As always, please, please stay safe, well, and healthy, not just physically, but in spirit too. And likewise, if you'd like to show appreciation for this podcast or maybe even specifically for this show, this episode, please leave a rating, review, and or share this episode so that we can reach more people. And if you'd like to buy me a coffee, here's how you can do that. www.buymeacoffee.com forward slash Jaquette. Again, www.buymeacoffee.com forward slash Jaquette. I am really enjoying in this summertime, in the heat of the summertime, my ice dirty chai lattes with oat. (laughs) 
being such a New Yorker there. Uh, anyway, again, thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. And until next time, remember, it's about more than money.